Hello and welcome to the 57th installment of the Synapse Misfire podcast. I'm your host, Chris, joined by our co-host, Jordan. And we are also not by a fire this time. We're, yeah, we're still, we still have a camping trip that is canceled. Nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. I have, I have Arizona now. You, you do, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's about it that's changed, honestly. Yeah. So, Jordan, where, if you want to watch or listen to this show on a platform that's not YouTube.com, where could you go? I don't know. I just don't know. You're the guy. What do you mean you I'm don't the know? Guy. <laughs> so, if you want to listen on a native podcast app, you can find us natively in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, and of course, Spotify. Been there since like week five. Um, and, as always, we have an RSS feed. You can just import that into whatever app you fucking want. You know, whatever you want to do, do what you want to do. And if you want to contact us, comments, questions, concerns, and death threats, you can do so via email to synapsemisfire at pm.me, also listed below. And uh, there is a SMEP Instagram that uh, I was like, yeah, I'm going to revitalize it after camping. And then that got canceled. So now I haven't revitalized shit. But I'll do it eventually. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Um, We have some other things in the works, but it's not quite ready to announce yet. But... Well, we we gotta get we we gotta get a couple things uh, couple things ready, and we want to get um, we have to figure out uh what we want to do going forward, seeing that our camping trip was uh um blown up, yeah, destroyed. But even. we are still gonna do the Life is Strange video at some point. I was actually I meant to talk to Chris about that today, so if I remember, approximately one hour from now when we're done with the show, I will bring it up. Okay. So. So, um, I know what I want to kick it off with. Was there anything you want to talk about? Anything maybe you saved for this episode? No, but I did re- remember something, but you can go first. So, I, uh, I was pretty excited. Gamescom just happened, for one. Okay. There was a lot of good announcements. Um, one of my favorite announcements was a new Saints Row game, baby. Oh, really? There's a Saints Row <laughs> reboot. Same universe, different cast of characters, different location. It's a mix of Saints Row 2 and 3. So is and it I'm just so goddamn be, money. Is it just going to be like called Saints Row? That's all it's called, yep. <coughs> it's called Saints Row. Uh, and basically, it's Saints Row 2 gameplay. Okay. With Saints Row 3 comedy and art style. Interesting. So I'm hyped. People are pissed off on the internet. I don't fucking care. I'm so hyped. No, I, I, I think that's fine. I'm excited. I can't wait. Dude, Saints Row is like a early childhood game for me it's one of the only video games i've ever played with my sister ever um and i just can't wait dude and i loved one loved two was pretty fond of three three's a really good game and then four i literally had wished i was killed like i i had you know super hot how they just banned that scene recently where you shoot yourself did they? oh you didn't hear about this no. oh all this backlash they updated super hot and super hot vr and just took that scene out there is no longer references of suicide or anything in that game. Bruh. Um, so there was a lot of backlash about that. But yeah, anyway, you know the scene in Super Hot where you literally shoot yourself? Yeah. Keep in mind, you're just like a red polygon guy. But anyway, uh, that's what I was hoping would happen to me is while I was sitting there, future me would come in and just blow my head off with a 12 yeah. gauge. So. Um. No idea how there's future me if he's killing me, but that's fine. Paradoxes are weird. 
Don't worry about it. Anyway, that's beside the point. Uh, Saints Row. Saints Row 4, I didn't actually mind. I thought it was okay. I think it's a good game. It's just not a Saints Row game. It's not. It's weird. You're fighting aliens and you have superpowers. Like, it's a cool-ass sandbox game. Like, no doubt about it. It's one of, like, the only, like, anti-hero, superhero kind of games. Uh, And it's cool. And it's a good, fun time. But it's not a Saints Row game. Like, I feel like Saints Row 3 is like peak Saints Row. Yeah, I, I liked 2 more, but I think 3 is like... I understand where that might be the perfect medium. Because some people don't like Saints Row 2 the most, and some people don't like Saints Row 3 the most. So I can understand where 3 might be kind of the best balance you're going to get between the humor and the realism. Well, here's the thing. Like, there's a lot of goofy shit in 3, but it's still I played- sick. I played Saints Row 2 after I played Saints Row 3. So that's probably why I like Saints Row 2 less. Makes sense. The thing is, to me, to me, Saints Row, I don't give a shit about the GTA clone. I don't fucking care. I don't. There's whatever. Any game that's an open world game is basically a GTA clone nowadays. Like, I don't care. Whatever. Well, I mean, GTA was the first game that did it did it properly. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So, like, I, I don't care. But so, I, yeah, you are you are actually correct. Every every single game that does that now, technically, is taking that element from the very very first, uh, like GTA three. Yeah, GTA three. Like, dude. So I don't care. Just call Saints Row what you want. But to me, the best parts of Saints Row was the gang fighting. It was being this up-and-coming gang and fighting all the other gangs and getting, like, almost almost like the early days of a hierarchy system. Like, how a lot of games have, like, you take out all the grunts and then you go after the head of that organization. Mm. That was kind of what Saints Row was. was that you do a bunch of missions for different factions, you take out all the little dudes, and then you finally have this big all-out brawl against the main guy. Like, for example, the Wheelers in Saints Row 1. You're... Just, you know, robbing their shit, stealing their cars, running their cars into the water, blowing shit up, and then finally you get into this big highway chase with an 18-wheeler against the last guy. Like, that was the cool shit. And then by Saints Row 4, you're just fighting Zinyak, the fucking alien from space. Well, and you, you punch him in the nutsack. I don't think that's even the most out there part. It's that you're the president. That's how that <laughs> game opens, is you're the president. Of the United States, baby. My guy... And you jump off of a rocket and fall into the yeah. White House. Yeah, you do do that. I... My guy... It's fucking stupid. When I first booted up that game, when I first played, my guy was like a metallic blue guy with a mohawk <laughs> who was also completely, like, butt naked. <laughs> you can and make his package bigger. that guy's the president... Is that what you're telling me right now? I don't know what's worse. I don't know. The game starts off like this. You you invade a base. You fall from a rocket into the White House and land in your presidential office chair. Then you leave said office, give a speech, get abducted by aliens, punch the aliens in the nutsack, <laughs> and then you live in a simulation for the rest of the game until at the end they destroy Earth. Yeah. What? Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't make like, sense to me either. That's not Saints Row at all. That's like something... That's not. That's like the fucking Matrix is what it sounds like. You're stuck in a simulation. Like, I don't know what they were going for. So to me, 1, 2, and 3 have that same thing in common where you're ultimately just fighting other gangs. You know, there's different plot elements to it, but you're fighting 
you know, other games. And, like, Saints Row 1 to 2 was cool, because the end of Saints Row 1, you die. And then in Saints Row 2, you pick up as not being dead the whole time. Like, it was it was just cool how they did that, you know? And it was all the same character. They look completely different from Saints Row 1 to 2 to 3 to 4, but it's all supposed to be the same character um, doing it all. And it, I don't know. I just, I miss the old days, and I'm so hyped for this reboot. I can't wait. And some of the gameplay that leaked looks really cool, too. So, mm. it's like mm-hmm. a, it looks very much like Saints Row 2-ish with more elements of 3, I'd say. Yeah. I mean, that's I'll be there fine. day one. Let's put it that way. I'll let you know. I mean, I'll probably play it uh, a couple years after the fact, but... Yeah. Oh, and the good news is Halo Infinite finally got a release date, and they were like, hey, uh, we can't release it with Forge mode or co-op. We'll update it later. So, that's cool. We can't release it with part of the game included. I love... I love... Three three six three three zero three. What are they? Three zero three games. Three six four three. Three four three. I love three four three games because they've just taken this game and just butchered its entire legacy. I love it. It's cool. Hey, you know, it is what it is. I was never a real big Halo fan to begin with, so I don't really care, honestly. I don't care. It's just it's hysterical at this point. Was Halo Infinite, or was it Halo Five that had the like weird uh, alien guy that was um that was a meme for a while. Uh, it was infinite the the demo from e3 yeah they had where like, uh, craig craig <laughs> oh i just had his Fucking face pop craig he's like ooh, ooh. he just looks like uh he's just happy to be there <laughs> i gotta look him up yeah let's uh let's pull up a craig real quick hello infinite see this is where it would be good to have a video element to the podcast <laughs> Oh my god! There he is. Look at him. It's fucking Craig, dude. I'll put a fucking. He looks Craig. like he looks like he has a family of four. He just looks. He just looks like a, a nice guy. <laughs> I'm downloading Craig because I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna put him in the YouTube. Uh, the YouTube uh, video version of this. Oh, I love Craig. What a great guy. Shout out to Craig. But um, yeah, no. Three four three took one of the most popular, probably one of the only good exclusives on Xbox besides like Forza. Um, and Gears, and Gears, I can't forget Gears, and they just kind of destroyed it, so, it's cool. The only, I, I, That's I, probably going to get us a lot of flack if a Halo fan ever hears me say that. Well, um, I think it's true, though, that it's the, I would say, probably, like, one of the only good exclusives. There's no, ex- there's no reason to buy an Xbox, honestly. No, and Xbox knows that, or Microsoft knows that. That's why there's Game Pass for PC. Yeah, I, I there's definitely no reason <clears throat> to buy an Xbox. There's a lot of reasons to buy a PlayStation. Oh yeah, and that's why everyone's buying PlayStation. I and there's a lot of reasons to buy a Switch. And that's why people it's the are only handheld Switches. besides the upcoming Steam Deck. It's the only fucking handheld. There's that, and you get all the first party Nintendo games that too you can't end that's the thing nintendo like sony has good exclusives now they're not as we know they're not my favorite exclusives but they're widely renowned for being incredible exclusives yeah um you don't really hear that on the xbox side it's like yeah we got forza we got gears we got halo we have forza which, which is like forza 5 i'm not gonna lie looks fucking amazing i haven't played forza 5 and i was gonna play f- uh you're thinking of forza 4 5 isn't out yet Oh, okay. I'm saying oh, five thinking, looks amazing. I was thinking, uh, Forza Horizon. Yeah. Um, was it Forza Horizon 4? 4 is the newest one out, which is on Game Pass. Yeah. I was going to play that. 
I was going to play that, and I haven't gotten around to it, because every time I've sat down to play it, there was some issue with my install. Yeah. I would sit down, and I'm like, oh, it didn't install. Okay. Um, Hit install, walk away. <laughs> it's 100 gigs. All right, I'll do this next time. And then I go back. Oh, it's not installed. Okay. Okay. I and give then up. I go back. And then I had it installed, and then... This was completely my fault. I had it installed. And I was like, okay, I'm going to play it. But I was like, I can't um, make a new Steam library folder on my hard drive there. For some reason, it's like a weird um, permissions thing because it used to have uh, old Windows stuff on it. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'll just format the drive. I'd forgotten I had installed the Forza onto that drive. <laughs> so now I had to format it and then I had to reinstall it. That's fucking awesome. I was like, oh. Shit. I was like, all right, I'm going to play Forza now. Oh. I, um. Oh, that's so funny. But, um, that, this is, that reminds me of my favorite thing about Game Pass is day one releases. Like, I was just thinking about Forza 5. I was like, it's not a game I want to buy. And then I was like, ah, I did Game, game Pass. Pass. It's coming day one. Never mind. Because I was literally just thinking, I was like, I really don't want to pay for Forza 5, even though it looks good. But then I literally immediately was like, oh, I'll just download it day one. So, yeah. I, I wish Sony would do something like that, where it's like, you can play The Last of Us 2, Uncharted 4, all their exclusives day one, you know? Me, that'd be uh, sick. Yeah, yeah, that would be nice. I just think that that's, they don't necessarily need that to move consoles, though. No, they don't. Yeah, no, they don't They don't need that to keep their footing. Um, I just think it would be nice. Because I think everyone... As everyone, a consumer before the consoles were out everyone was like oh the xbox on paper has better specs by like a ter two two or three ter teraflops yeah by like by except for storage by a considerable margin mm -hmm. but who do you know that's bought an xbox or wants an xbox even my brother who's had every xbox bought a ps5 exactly no one's buying xboxes yep no one's buying Xbox. Everyone, I, I went to... Every time I go to Walmart or Target now or any store, I always stop by just to see if they happen to have anything. Um, and I've found so far, out of three stores, two of them had Series S's. None of them had Series S's or PS5s. Yeah. So. No one wants no one wants Xboxes. And that's why yeah. they're starting to get on the shelves now. Yep. I wish that would happen with PS5s, man. I really want one. Yeah, it'd be nice if I could get a PS5 because I really, I really want to... <clears throat> play some uh high frame rate console games because I, I do love their exclusive you know let's look at uh amazon for what ps5s uh nine hundred and twelve dollars arguably not that bad for the amount of performance you get but anyway nine hundred fourteen dollars uh nine hundred seventy seven dollars one thousand one hundred and forty nine dollars Keep in mind, MSRP is four hundred or five hundred dollars. Oh, this one has Prime. It's one thousand one hundred ninety-nine dollars. So at least you get two-day shipping. So yeah, um, when did the PS Five come out? Nearly a year November, ago. November, I think. Nearly a year ago at this point. Yeah, I'll look it up when it came out. I think it was November sometime. Jesus Christ! Just turned it off. Uh, release date. So we're we're closing in on a year. November twenty twenty. Yeah. We're closing in on a year. When do you think it's gonna be to a point where you can just walk into a store and buy a PS five? 
I don't know what the status is at the moment with this silicon shortage. I don't even know what's going on in the world at this point, but I'm going to say with the rate things are going, we're looking at probably a COVID 2.0, but with silicon. So COVID lasted yeah, or is yeah, lasting two and a half years probably total maybe by the time things start to mellow out completely. So I'm going to say February 2023. Say two years after. Two and a half to three years. And that's like, I can walk in, I can buy, there's 10 PS5s on a shelf. Yeah, just like walk in and buy one. I can just walk in, walk out. You can't even get PS4s right now. You can't get any consoles. They all got scalped, even the old ones, because people took advantage of the fact that the old ones were readily available and started scalping them. Fucking Christ. Why don't they just do it like they do um, a lot of other things, whether you just put your name on a list a wait list and yeah. then you get a link to buy one yeah rather than i, I feel yeah. like they should limit people evga uh did a good job and steam deck did a good job yeah you can reserve one you steam- pay a little fee and you reserve one and then they'll send you a thing when it's ready steam deck did a good job except for the part where their entire system crashed for the first 10 minutes trying to reserve it um but they they had a good ideal ideal um kind of scenario where it was like you have to have a steam account to reserve one for the first 72 hours and that steam account has to have made a purchase within the last 30 um within the last 30 days no yeah uh, 30 days out so if you made a steam account four days before the steam deck came out you could not reserve it well i mean you know who doesn't have a steam account but the, so that's the thing is who doesn't have a steam account that's fine but now scalpers don't have 10,000 steam accounts they can buy it on oh that's oh, the all problem right, all right i know that's what i'm getting I at get yeah right, right. it's it's for scalpers because for example if sony was like you need a playstation account scalpers could easily bought a ton of accounts <clears throat> you need a playstation account that has existed for a year a year or, or like, like like valve did they announced the steam deck and then immediately were like that account has to have made a purchase 30 days ago like after 30 days so if you made a purchase right now you're too late so it has to be you have to have a purchase on record from more than 30 days ago yeah interesting exactly so yeah i guess that makes sense why don't they just yeah why don't they just do that yeah at this point ps5 is like i get it you'd be limiting if you needed a playstation account but technically anyone can make one without a playstation you can just get the app make an account let it sit for 30 days so i get kind of where it might be a gray area because not everyone wants a ps5 has ever had a playstation you know um but the majority are so why can't it just be you need to have you know had a playstation account for six months there you go i mean yeah i guess it is what it is um you kind of have to do things like that and in 2021 even the Z Flip 3, Z Fold 3, and the Galaxy Buds. Uh, actually, not the Buds. The Watch uh, are all pretty much gone. Jesus Christ. It's going to be to a point where you just can't get anything. It's yeah. getting there, man. Yeah. And it's fucking scary. Like, it's scary. Like, this is probably because I'm, you know, we grew up in a consumerist society. But the thought of not being able to just walk into a store and, and buy something? something is, like, more scary than the thought of being unemployed. <laughs> Like, well, no, 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 but you, you have a good point where it's, there's no point in being employed if you can't just go and buy stuff with your money. Yeah. That's bad for the economy. 
and just doesn't make any sense. If you can make all of this money and hold on to it, but you can't spend it. This, uh, yeah, the silicon shortage, I think, is going to be, um, it's going to be another Great Depression at some point. Yeah. Because, like, if we're already stopping manufacture of a lot of things, like cars and things, like, Ford had to shut down a bunch of plants because they just yeah. can't make it. And that anything. was, like, six months ago, too. And that was a while ago, so, so. there's probably been a lot more since. Um, if we're stopping manufacture of a lot of things, and then manufacture of things that we can make is very slow... Mm-hmm. then, you know, not enough is being bought to stimulate the economy, thus economic collapse. Yeah. Dude, the uh, Taco Bell that destroyed my rim, they have a sign that they have, they have off menu items that are off because they cannot get supply for a Taco Bell. Bro, just kill more horses. <laughs> Elmer's Gluby-like. Yeah, just fucking but grind up the horses, dude. Like, dude, talk about like Dunkin' Donuts had coffee beans that they didn't have. Like, really? For certain kinds, I'm like, what the fuck is what going is on? Happening right now, dude. Like, I genuinely find that thought more terrifying than like just being unemployed. Like, just the thought of just you just can't get food or well, you just when can't it go buy more things like that food and stuff that becomes a much much bigger issue it's all started with the toilet paper crisis it really did it just kind of fucking snowballed from there didn't it yeah it started with oh we can't get toilet paper oh we can't get hand sanitizer oh you can't get medical grade n95s oh that's great and now it's like you can't get silicon you can't get cars you can't get phones you can't get tablets you, you can't get mcdonald's you can't get tvs you can't get certain things to talk about you can't get coffee beans oh I'm sorry, your brand new car has a bad ECU. We don't have any in stock. Sorry. you Now now it's under warranty, but you don't have a car. That's fine. Yeah, that's fucking really scary, actually. Uh-huh. Um, hey, you know, nothing quite like some economic uncertainty. Uh, yep. What was I just saying? Yeah, maybe it would make sense to, um, if you are thinking about getting a new phone, to get one now. If you're thinking about getting a new car, to get one now. Well, you still can. Yep, and then soon, oh, and we can't get gasoline. And <laughs> if you're buying something like that, make sure it's something that's reliable, <laughs> because you're not going to be able to get another one. So, if you're going to buy a car right now, like, like how people panic bought toilet paper, if you're going to buy a car right now, you're like, dude, this needs to last me because we're going to be hitting something. Toyota Corolla. Toyota Corolla. Those things will run forever. Uh, Toyota Tacoma, if you need a truck. Camry. Go for it. Toyota Camry, if you need something a little bigger. Or is Camry's the smaller one or the bigger one? I think Camry's slightly larger than a, a Corolla. Let me see. I think Let me Camry... fact check that. We do have car people who listen that will be very upset with us. Well, well, you know, I can't, I can't be 100% accurate 100% of the time. Uh, Corolla, get one. Uh, because you don't know if you're going to be able to get another car anytime soon. I think you can also get a Corolla hatchback, which is quite yeah, nice. Yeah, so t- the mid-sized Toyota Camry is longer and, uh, than the more compact Corolla, so okay. the Camry is the bigger one. So, But I'm sure there's still something wrong about that statement. I'll hear about it on Monday. It's fine. You need an SUV? Forerunner. Easy. Yep. Uh, you need a full-size truck? Tundra. Yep. Just, <sighs> I don't know. And uh, as far as electronics? Good luck. Good luck? Like, dude, I, I was I was thinking the other day, like, I would be 
so fucked if my GPU just died. Oh, definitely. Granted, I could do what they just did. So Best Buy just had massive GPU restarts. There was like 900 people in line waiting for those Fuck. GPUs. Um, I could have done that. But uh, yeah. And you'd be surprised. A lot of retailers are even selling shit above MSRP now. Because they know. Because they know they can? Mm-hmm. You, you even get scalped by the fucking stores now, bro. It's like when... This is pa- such a bad time to be like alive. Like when the pandemic first hit, there was a gas station near where I worked. Um, at my my job I had the last. Was, right? I... There was a gas station. And I went to the gas station. There was a sign on the pump that said, We're now selling hand sanitizer in the in the store for fourteen ninety nine. Like, what the fuck? What Fuck. kind of bottle? Like a jug or like a little no, one? No, like an 8-ounce bottle. What the fuck? What the fuck? Why are you doing that? Like, I think about it, and I'm like... the It, it amazes me to think back on the start of this pandemic. Like, I, You know, masks and all that, but before that, I remember, like... You couldn't get Lysol wipes. No, you couldn't get shit. And all the, all the YouTube how-tos were how to make homemade hand sanitizer... What the fuck is going on, Chris? I don't know. What man. is going on? Like, I think I'm starting to have a mental break with everything going on. Seriously. Starting to have a mental break? Hey, hey, you know? I'm starting to just be like, I kind of want to vanish. I want to just teleport somewhere. Where? Maybe, maybe I'll, ha- I'll ask Zinyak from Saints Row 4 to come. Like uh, the moon? Where do you yeah. want to go? I wouldn't mind being on the moon. It'd be the last <laughs> seconds of my life. Would it be kind of cool? look at Earth? I'm like, like ah, that's that's crazy, and then you fucking freeze to death. I'm like, yo, check that out. Damn, that's crazy. I'm like, you guys suck. <laughs> I uh, I don't know, man. Shit's crazy right now. I uh, I think uh, it might be smart. Uh, if you got a little bit of money, you uh might want to invest in uh, maybe some land and some animals and stuff, because you know. You never know if you're going to be able to get more. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. But this kind of turned into the Depresso podcast. Well, it doesn't help that we're already upset that we couldn't go camping. Yeah. It's just kind of negativity-fueled at the moment. See, see, Dave and Dusters or Dave and Deusters or whatever. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I'm never calling it Dave and Busters again besides that right there. It's always going to be Dave and Deusters from now on. Dave and Deusters. Dude, You're we should so call them be like, be like, hey, how you guys doing over at Dave and Deusters? Such a next? strange person. Um, You're a strange man. I feel like we need this in a way because I'm, I'm going to destroy myself. How do you mean that? Uh, fire. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Fire, uh, alone in shed. <laughs> All right, that's fair. That's fair. I'm gonna, I'm going to Salem witch trials myself. I'm, uh, simply going to, um, uh, fill a six-inch steel pipe with, uh, aluminum and iron oxide and then light the mixture with an of the magnesium strip <laughs> in my house to blow myself up oh shit don't try that at home uh, i'll try that at home there's a recipe for a pipe bomb don't ask how i know that <laughs> dave inducer taught you yeah <laughs> uh breaking bad probably no i just read that somewhere oh nice um 
I gotta say, I'm glad to not be in high school anymore, though. Yeah, that shit must suck. That shit must suck. I'm in college, and that shit sucks. But also, in one hand, I started to realize that I was naive in high school. As much as I thought I I knew what adult life was like, I was very fucking naive. I'm like, I mean, yeah, that's fair. How do you mean, specifically? Well, like, we would have, like, talks with our teachers and stuff, right? And I always felt like, I know what's going on. I kind of got this. I got, I I'm got, starting to figure this thing out. Yeah, I'm starting to understand how this works. We'd have talks with our physics teacher, our um, trade shop teachers, as or we call them. Our math teacher. Our math teachers. And I'm he like, had some good insights. And I'm like, I know what's going on. And now I think about it, and those talks that we had with them would probably be so different right now. Is you, you would approach it a much different way. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't know. There's just so much that's changed since high school, and we're literally been gone for like two and a half years or yeah, three years. Well, I don't, I think it's more so, uh, more than just like the normal change that would occur after you leave high school. Say, like, oh, you just go into the workforce, and now you have to kind of figure things out. And everyone, I mean, everyone's kind of figuring things out as they go along, but this shit doesn't happen every, you know, every day. There's not a, a global pandemic and a massive financial crisis every day, you know. This yeah. isn't just something you have to deal with every time someone graduates high school. It's not something you have to deal with most of the time. Yeah. Yep. Um, I guess the only good news is any of those people that were in high school, there's plenty of like Dunkin' Donuts jobs and shit now because yeah. everyone's just kind of up and quit. Minim- minimum wage. Minimum wage jobs. That's probably, probably the only make thing. a lot more than minimum wage. Yeah, that's uh, I gotta say it's probably the only quote unquote good thing that's come of anything is those minimum wage. Like you can go to McDonald's and make like sixteen, depending on what state you're in. Yeah, which is nice. So. Um, and I think a lot of places are now lowering the age at which you can start working because I saw a sign, uh, not where we live, but in a different area. Um, I saw a picture of a sign said McDonald's will now hire people from 14. Yeah. Which you can legally work when you're 14, but there's a lot of fucking restrictions to it. Yeah, that's when I got my first job. When I was 14. 14. You can only work, you can work no more than five hours a day and a mats of 18 hours uh, every two weeks. Every two weeks? That's what it was when I went, yeah. Jesus. That could, that could depend on state and also like your work permit that you get, but that was my work yeah, permit. I had to... Uh... Oh, and you have to be out by 9 on school nights, I think, or 8.30. Huh. I wasn't, I didn't start working until I was 16. Um, and the only real restriction is, like, you can't uh, work past, like, 10 p.m. Or 10.15 if the restaurant closes at 10. Yeah. Or the establishment closes at 10. Um, my first job, I worked at KFC. They are very lucky that I'm a nice and tolerant person. Because I could have had the labor board down there a lot. Yeah. You're supposed to get a break if you work more than six hours. And I would work like seven sometimes and just have nothing. And you're not supposed to work past 10, 15, like I said. And I would work till 11, like regularly. Yeah. Do you get paid for it or do they try to cut you there? They they would usually pay me till 11, but... That's good at least. You know, still. It's still not the point, but... Um, I was actually about to talk about the Kufki KFC... Uh, I had them for the first time 
the other day in a long first time ever. No, in a long um, time, like at least five years. Oh, they changed a lot. They were fucking good, dude. KFC good... is pretty damn good, dude. Chicken sandwich, the KFC chicken sandwich, dude. Marshall, mac and cheese, Marshall ooh, mama. Attendees. I last time I went, I uh, or every time I go now, which is not super often, but if I do go, I get the chicken tenders meal. Uh, chicken tenders box, I should say, and I get a popcorn chicken nuggets. Hell yeah. Popcorn nuggets. Because they only have, right, they have the popcorn chicken, but they they only have the large now. And they okay. still call it the large. So it's not the large if there's no small and medium. It's no. just the popcorn chicken. It comes mm. in one size. Yeah. Because no one's getting the small one, ever. Even back when I would go and they had the, all the sizes, I would always get the large one. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's, they're, they're pretty fucking good now, man. I, yeah. uh, but they've changed a lot of stuff around. Yeah. No, KFC is really good. I, I, oh, I forgot, man. They're really good. Um, but, and Taco Bell, dude, I, Taco Bell grew on me. I was never a huge fan of Taco Bell, but we spent I, $20 and I, we got some good food for it. Last time I ordered Taco Bell, um, was actually at work. We DoorDash Taco Bell one week and, um. They forgot, like, part of our order. Oh, you have the new, uh, more new DoorDash story, right? More specifically, part of my order. Aww. I do, actually. I do, actually. We have another DoorDash incident. kind of forget this one, but I, I almost vaguely remember. So, uh, last week, we ordered DoorDash uh, from, a, uh, from a place, like a restaurant that's not too far from where we work, like, it's a small restaurant, I forget what it was called, but it's like seven miles away from where we work, it's not that far, um, and we order a little bit later than we usually do, because we eat lunch at like 12.30, and we ordered at like 11.50, and like, that's a bit late, so lunch is gonna be a little while, a little late, but that's fine. Yeah, you um, just work up until the point it comes, and then, yeah. So, I'm looking, and on DoorDash, you can see on the map where your your dasher is. And this bitch is, like, fucking going up and down the road. She was very lost. Near Just the restaurant or near Near the us? restaurant to pick up our order. <laughs> and she, she picks up our order. And then she does the same thing. A lot. So, I'm like, what the fuck is this woman doing? And then... I am very specific about which entrance you're supposed to use and how to get there. And also, I mentioned, if you have a question, call me for directions. That's what I put. Um, just because the way our work is, it's like, there's multiple lots. That and you the main to. one says employee entrance, but it's not the one you guys need. But it's not the one, that's not our employee entrance. It's employee entrance for a, most for the, of the employees. It's for the factory. It's for most need employees, for the office, yeah. But not for us. Mm-hmm. So, but that's beside the point. Well, it actually is not beside the point. It's part of the point. So she went to the wrong entrance. And did not even give me a chance to call her or have her. And she didn't call me. I saw that she was at the wrong lot. And I was about to, I was going to say, I was in the middle of typing. And you're at the wrong lot. And I got a text that said, door closed. Order completed. I'm like, oh my god. And I just saw a picture. And it was in front of the entrance. 
on the opposite side of the building. So I had to walk all the way around. And I walked all the way around on the outside because then I would have to maneuver through the entire factory if I wanted to do it. Which requires PPE. Move my food all the way back through the factory, which is a big order. So we grabbed our food, which uh, the bag ripped uh, on the way. So we we dropped a a bunch of our stuff, but that's beside the point. Uh, It was fine. We picked it back up. Um, the food was really good, to be fair, but it just tasted, uh, it was a bit cold because our driver can't follow directions. Damn. And it was also like an hour late. Yeah. It took like an hour and a half to get our order. (sighs) Fucking idiots, dude. And, but this week, this week we got, we just got McDonald's. Keeping it simple. Yeah, yeah, and I had my credit that was issued from that order, so it was a $21 credit. So I was like, cool, cool, cool. So our order was cheaper this week, because we got McDonald's and I had the credit. So I did that, and our dasher this week, he pulled into the wrong lot, I saw him, and I was about to call him, or I hit the button to call him, and it was dialing. I'm like, oh Christ, he's not going to answer. And then I see him turn around, and he comes into the other lot. I'm like, what a hero, what a hero, this guy. Uh, five stars instantly. Absolutely. Five stars above and beyond. Absolutely. And that's the thing is like, for that kind of job, you don't. I mean, I'm not trying to dunk on anyone who has that job, but you don't. Above and beyond should be just doing your fucking job in a way. Yeah. You know, you don't have to hand deliver it with a gold seal and bend your knee to fucking hand it. Just fucking listen. No, you that's that's like, true. I don't know. Like I, I. I always said, it's like, how do they get people who just can't follow basic instructions? Yeah. Like, are they phone shy? Is it like they see call me and they're like, <gasps> well, I think that's part of it because it's a lot of younger people like our age who do DoorDash. And I'm, I've, I used to have really bad phone anxiety. I've just me gotten too. over it. Yeah, me too. And then I got over it when and I got now, a job on the phone. Uh, I got over it when, yeah, I had a job where I had to make a lot of phone calls. Like, my IT job. I did, I, I had to call a lot internally, a lot externally. And now I prefer phone calls. Over like, like messaging. I prefer a phone call. If if you need to call me or if you need to tell me about something, it's so much easier to just give me a call. And then we can have a discussion that way because a lot of shit just is very difficult to convey over text. Especially with like tone and, and things like that too. Yeah. Or like, you know, I guess the sincerity sincerity and also the seriousness of whatever you're discussing i can un- like i can convey a message over text but i can convey a message how i want to convey it in speech and you will understand how i'm trying to convey that message yeah substantially better more so than you know if i were to just text you it's just like a youtube logo oh it's gone it's because I got a notification. It stays on there for a while. Surprise. Um, but yeah, that's, I mean, I'm not a fan of phone calls still. Like, if I can, I'll usually avoid it. But, like, I think that's what it is. I think they're just so fearful of hearing someone on the phone. And I get it. But it's your job. Like, I, yeah, I've gotten over that. I was just, I, I just feel like, um, especially customer service, calling it a customer service was something I had to do very frequently. Um, I'm like, you know, these guys are kind of just, they just kind of exist to answer questions and, and answer phones. So if I make some sort of social faux pas on this phone call, 
they're going to forget about it in 20 minutes when they get someone more interesting on the phone. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. unless I'm, unless it's an egregious example, like the uh, racist guy you had on the phone. Yeah, no, I'll remember him for a long time. I'll, I remember his name. I remember that he was working in a barn with a bunch of Mexicans, What's according to him. What's his address? That I don't know. Damn, that's tough. His name was Dave, though. Damn, that's tough. And he called me at 8.05 in the morning. And when did this phone call end? Nine. That's tough. Or so. Um, and that was one of, like, three. Or four phone Jesus. calls. Technically five phone calls because I told them on my work phone afterwards. But um, I just loved that guy. Uh, Plugs it in wrong and then goes, the Mexicans did it. What an ass. What a swell fella, dude. What a what a great fucking guy. Fucking people. But, uh, yeah, you're right, though. You, they There's more calls I forget than I remember. So Yeah, definitely. It's like when you um, make a mistake while driving. Mm-hmm. You like do something stupid, and you're like, "Oh, that's kind of embarrassing." Ugh. And then you got to think about how many instances of stupidity you see while driving. You it's just happen to be that it's one guy frequently, and you almost immediately forget about them because it's so common. You know what I hate? I found my biggest pet peeve with driving. My gripes. When you do something right, but someone else thinks you're wrong, and because you're driving, you can't, like, argue that point. You just end up being the asshole. Yeah, yeah, Example, two examples. When I was getting ready to move, go to Xfinity, Um, come back, you can turn on red, right? I take a right turn. Okay. No sign, no fine. I remember that from driving school. I take a right turn. Into the closest lane, right, to me. So just perfect 90-degree turn. Literally exactly how you're supposed to do it. This gentleman has a green light going the other way, obviously. Does a U-turn to the outermost lane and almost hits me. And is mad at me. Because you did the... Because I did a turn right. He's like, the light's fucking red. And I just kind of looked at him and I was like, okay. Your point, pussy? Turn on red. I was so... I was calm. Yelled, no sign, no fine. I was fine. Fucker. And then he drove off, and I was just blisteringly angry because I just wanted to fucking beat the wheels off this dude. I'd be like, <laughs> what are you? Like, I was right. You were wrong, you motherfucker. Like, that's basically how I got. You know what happened to me yesterday? Oh, boy. In the Fiesta? Yeah. Ooh, ooh scary. I was on my way home. Real spooky. From work. And this guy in a truck in front With a little of- dick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, It was one of those trucks. (laughs) Yep. He slammed on his brakes to take a turn. Yep. No blinker, mind you. And it's not a turn at a a light either. It's a turn in the middle of a main road to get onto it. I think it was a liquor store. Made sense. He's like, oh, shit, beer, bro. So (laughs) I'm... Right. I'm in a main main road. The speed limit on this was like 50. I'm going like... uh, Yeah. Yeah. I'm going like 55. Yep. So I'm in sixth gear. And now I have to slam on my brakes. So I'm like, okay, slam on my brakes, and I push my clutch and just instinctually so I don't stall, because I think that would be worse off. So now I'm like, okay, uh, and I'm still kind of rolling, and I'm like kind of thinking, it's taking me a minute to process what's actually happening. So I'm like moving my fucking shifter around, trying to get back into a gear that will make the car move. And the guy behind me is freaking out about it. Listen, buddy. 
I just had to slam on my brakes, all right? I need to, like, understand what actually happened. I need to what process, gear you're in. I need right. to process that for a minute, figure out what gear I'm in and what gear I need to be in. Okay, I'm going 10. I can be in second, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> With a little extra work, I can be in second. Yeah. So I had to, like, I put it... I put it up into third, and I was like, oh, that's not right. <laughs> I had to put it back in the second. So it took me a few seconds to get moving. Yeah. And that was just unacceptable for the guy behind me. So, um, with, what his, I, with his fucking McDonald's burger in one hand and his automatic drone, yeah. So what I did was he went around me, and then I got it into second, and I just floored it. And, and fucking blew, blew past right him. right past him. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, listen, listen. You're not that guy, pal. <laughs> Trust me. You're not that guy. Yeah. And my most recent uh, incident of, of this uh, this topic we were talking about, basically someone thinking I was wrong, was you have two lanes, right, that go straight, and then a third lane appears for like a right turn lane. So I'm driving in the rightmost lane on this two-lane road, and this woman's in the leftmost lane, so we're side by side. She should remain straight into the leftmost lane, I should be going straight into the middle lane, and then if I was turning, go to the right lane. Yes. I try to go to the middle lane, which is also a forward and left turning lane. Mm-hmm. This bitch crosses over diagonally <laughs> into the middle lane, so I have to kind of like go around her into the right turn lane, and then I beep at her, and then she goes, what the fuck's your problem? What do you mean? What is my problem? <laughs> you dumb bitch. I just, I saw her and like her son in the car and i was like i want to beat both of you to death i want to slap the fucking shit out of both of you how old was your son like 15 oh dude easy like i wanted to call up our buddy jason be like meet me on this highway i'm following a black sedan (laughs) we're kicking some ass i got something for you you take the mom i'll take the son Dude, I was so mad. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's like post COVID because people were like at home for. They just forgot how to. And drive. they just forgot how to drive. I just like noticed people over the last like three months have just gotten exponentially worse at driving. That's what it seems <clears throat> like, honestly, dude. Drive-throughs, parking lots, like it's fucking drive-throughs. When I was in the Wendy's drive-through on Thursday, I there was a truck that was like inches from my rear bumper and i'm like bro you can see that every time i start moving i roll back slightly you can see that and you're so close to me that in my rear view mirror you just I see can the logo see through your grill into your engine bay <laughs> why are you so close to me do oh, you my. want me to roll into you is that what you're looking for yeah I, um, that's fucking hysterical. I, um, yeah, I can't, I can't stand that shit. Like, being just right on someone's ass. Like, you're in a drive-thru, you're not going anywhere. Yeah, it's not like, you're not, you're not gonna get your order faster because you're six inches from my bumper. Nope. I love, uh, I also love the double drive throughs like McDonald's has a lot of those where they merge from two ordering lanes into one. That's tough. You have to fight to get back into the... Usually... In the merge point. You... There's like this... Almost like an unwritten law where like it just seems to work. But then lately, there's... You look, right? The other day, I'm fucking... I'm at McDonald's. I'm fucking... I was after the podcast. I went to get food. I'm waiting, right? I order first. I start to roll up with the guy in front of me who's sitting there. 
So, I am about to go, and I look at this BMW ordering. Of course. I look away. BMW. I look back, and he's just creeping, like, right in front of yeah, me. Yeah, no, that, the same I thing. I just blew right past the him. Same thing happens to me. Is like, yeah, you understand. I feel like no one has, I don't think they teach this in driving school, but it's a thing you really need to know and understand. A zipper merge. You I've let, actually heard of that. It's basically the same thing. You're going, and you let the person before you go in front of you, and then you continue. And, and you continue the, that And then pattern. you continue like a zipper. That made sense. And if it's perfectly executed, traffic will flow fine. Yeah. No one understands that. Yeah. To... Or getting on a highway on an on-ramp. When mm-hmm. I have to get on the highway when I leave work, I have to get on a, a roundabout and yep. then get on the highway. And it's the on-ramp ends, and there's... It's basically an extension of the... The main lane. The main the right lane. lane. Yeah. So you can get up to speed and go. People will go up to there and then stop. Yeah. They'll just stop. You understand that it, it's more dangerous to do that. Or, my what I hate about highway driving is it should just be common knowledge, in my opinion. Don't even know if this is really like a... I don't think I learned this in driving school. It's just what I do. If I'm getting close to an on-ramp... I will move to the next lane because with a uh, merge like that, you get people who either stop or they go right in front of you and then they stop. So I always just, I'm like, I'm going to get away from that on-ramp. My favorite people though is when I have to start after someone in front of me has come to a dead fucking stop. So now I have to start. You have to go from zero to 65 in like seven seconds. Uh, you need to go from zero to sixty-five in like a hundred and fifty feet. Yeah. Um. So I'm I'm trying to do that, and then someone who is already in that lane, right after the on-ramp lane ends, they try to get past me in that lane, and I have to turn onto the shoulder of the road for them to go past me because they couldn't, I don't know, put their brakes on. Don't work. Mm-mm. Which is interesting considering that stretch of highway is uh, exactly um, two feet from uh, a split. Yeah. So you're going to have to slow down anyway, either to get off the exit or, or to continue stay. on. Yeah. Fucking asinine, dude. I uh, I gotta say, I genuinely kind of hate highway driving. Really? Yeah, I prefer city driving, but then, you know, then, you know, cities aren't great either. It depends. It, it all depends. I mean, if you're once you're on the highway and you're just kind of going, great. But if you're going from like exit to exit or on ramp to on ramp, you're like kind of switching highways and shit. It's like, just fucking shoot me. I'm like, if it's a busy highway, it can be a pain in the ass at a busy time of the day. If it's kind of an emptier stretch of highway, and you're there for a while, it's fun. It's it's. I think it's a bit fun. Yeah. Where. When I go up, I, I go visit family. I uh, get onto a highway, and I'm on one highway for, like, 40 fucking miles. Mm-hmm. You just go. And I just... I And there's no police, so I just go as fast as I want. And then everyone's also going just as fast. Yeah. So... Yeah. And even, yeah, even if there were, they can't pull us all over. Yeah, that's the thing. But, uh, yeah, I don't know how we got so 
It was interesting. None of that was on the notes, by the way. We got into the driving thing. Yeah, no, nothing was on the notes that we really talked about this episode because there was nothing really left over besides Saint Um One thing I did want to mention, I had a there was a sad story that appeared. Did you hear what happened to a Steam developer because of the two-hour refund window for Steam? No. So they made a game that was like overwhelmingly positive reviews, but the problem is the game was about ninety minutes. Oh. Everyone oh, no. refunded the game. That's tough. They have stopped making games indefinitely to collect their thoughts. That's tough. I actually, when I bought, um, what's that game? Uh, the Beginner's Guide. Mm-hmm. That game's only like around that. It's like 90 minutes long. And I was thinking about that. I was like, I can just refund this. No, I'm not going to do that. That's kind of shitty. Yeah. So I didn't. And it's still in my library. Yeah. Yeah, no, I uh, I have to say, it made me think differently about Steam refunds in a way. Like, the impact they can essentially have. Um, given how vague Steam refunds also are. Um, so I was like, damn, that sucks, dude. Yeah. Especially because it wasn't even a bad game. Like, Cyberpunk, if CD Projekt Red was like, we are fucked because everyone refunded Cyberpunk, I would have been like, oh, well... Okay, but it's like no, this game had like very positive or overwhelmingly positive reviews, and now they can't make games anymore. That fucking that sucks. Yeah, I was a bit sad, dude. I was like, damn. I like, I was like, man, I kind of want to just like dump my savings and just buying numerous copies of this fucking game. I'm gonna open four hundred accounts, and each one is gonna buy twenty copies of the game. Exactly. Um, start gifting it to random people. Yeah, what game is it? Um, let me look. I don't remember, to be honest with you. Uh, it was called... So they were actually working on another game, too. So it was Amika Games, and they were the creator of the indie horror game Summer of 58. Um, and they stopped making games. They had another game they had planned on making. Um, but basically, this was their, uh... This was kind of their tweet. Uh, if it will ever load, as to, you know, what they were trying to explain. They said, friends, thank you for your support. I'm leaving game development for an indefinite time to collect my thoughts. The fact is that my game Summer 58 does not reach two hours of playing time by Steam standards. In this regard, a huge number of returns on the game, even with positive reviews, and I do not earn anything to create a new game. Thank you very much for supporting me. I'm very glad that you like my games, but since I have no conditions to do something new, I have to do something else. I will immediately answer anyone who asks about From Day to Day. That was the new one they were going to make. This game will not see the light of day in the near future. See you later. Jesus. That's tough because I don't even have, like, a really good solution for that. Honestly, I mean, the only solution is, I guess, like, a developer appeal when they launch a game. Maybe Yeah, maybe when you publish a game it's and like, say, like, here, I'm publishing this game. It's a 90-minute horror it experience. Takes 90 minutes to finish. Can we lower the refund? To cap? 15 minutes or 25 minutes. Yeah. Or like, just, well, I, would, I don't want to say not at all, but... 25 or, minutes. Re, yeah, just lower it, or like half an hour. Because by that point, you've experienced a good portion of the game. Yeah. So, why not just do that? Yeah. And then someone at Steam will... Validate that claim. Validate the claim. They'll play the game. You're like, okay, that's... Yeah, it took me 88 and a half minutes. Two All hours right, cool. is way too much, yeah. Good. 30 minutes. Yeah. For your refund cap. Yep. Yeah. 
Because obviously, like, you don't want to be taken advantage of where fucking Call of Duty Vanguard comes out and they're like, ah, oh, it takes 20 minutes. It, it takes five minutes to beat this game, actually, so. So we can't allow refunds. Like, no, that shit can't happen. So I, I think that's it. It's like, you already have to go, not so much with Steam, I'm thinking more of Oculus and, like, PlayStation and stuff. You have to go through an approval process. Steam's pretty lenient in general, but they still have a process. That should be it. You They've know? cleaned up their act a lot, but not... I mean, not as much as they should. No. Steam is still very much like an, almost like an open source. Yeah, it's almost like thing. Any, anyone can put something and, on Steam. Like, we could probably make something and get it on Steam. Like, probably just as quick as we got on Spotify. Probably, yeah. Uh-huh. But... I spent 35 minutes coding something, and then, ah, uh, submit it for Steam, and they're like, yeah, this is a game we'll, we'll sell. 99 cents, sure. Yeah. It's um, a text-based adventure written yeah. in C. For thirty <laughs> in thirty five minutes, this was written in C. Wow. Um, so I felt bad for those developers though. That does suck. And I'm that someone sucks. who's a, I'm a very big proprietor of like refund policies. Like I don't think I don't like the fact that PlayStation you buy a game immediately can't refund. You buy a game on Epic Store, you have to go through like hurdles to refund. You buy uh you play a game and the second you hit install, you lose your right to refund. Like that sucks. You know? Yeah, no, I, I think it makes sense to have a refund process, but maybe, you know, have some exceptions. Yeah. Or, or technically Steam could have seen this massive, like, uptick in refunds on this one game. Yeah. Done a little investigating, like, because I'm sure they, I'm sure when a game gets refunded that many times that it's enough to put a developer out. It's notable. They must be like, oh, like they must have a consideration to pull the game from Steam at that point, you know? But like so, we're seeing, we're we're seeing, uh, I don't know, ten refunds for this game, four refunds for that game, five thousand three hundred and eighty-five refunds for that game, game. So Call of Duty has, but this game has very positive reviews. That's odd. That's strange. They're like, hmm, Call of Duty, the new Call of Duty has ten thousand reviews, right? 5,000 refunds today, but this indie game that has less than 10,000 purchases has, has 5,000 5, refunds. refunds. And then they investigate and, you know, contact the developer, and the developer basically says, hey, uh, it's because it's less than 90 minutes, and then they should immediately void all of those refunds. Let's uh, let's pull up Steam. Let's look at this game. Summer 58. I don't uh, know what it's about, but I think I want to play it. Honestly, I'm just going to buy it to support the homie. How much is it? Uh, let me tell you. It's like ninety nine, ninety nine. You're like, oh shit. Summer fifty eight. It's seven dollars, bro. Is it? You really like benefiting from this? It's seven dollars. Oh, I remember this game was on my wish list for a while, dude. I wanted this game for a while. Damn, man. I think I'm gonna buy it too. Or you can just gift it to me. It's fine. Oh, it's here. Uh. Average time to complete the game, 90 minutes. Where does it say that? On the Steam page. Did they put that or somewhere else? That's in the Steam description. Uh, refund <laughs> exploitation sucks. Uh, and all the people who played it and returned it, you are the scum of the planet. <laughs> yeah, I see that here. Yeah, it's $7. I'm going to buy it just to support the homie. Shout out. Oops. Damn it. I want to buy it for myself. Not as a gift. I'm not going to give this to anyone. You want to gift it to me, you bitch? I'll actually fucking play it. 
day. I'm just kidding. Um, I kind of want to buy it too. Summer 58. Yeah. I'm going to buy it to support the homie. I'm adding it to my wish list. That sucks. It's on sale right now, dude. From $9 it's, to $7. I just paid $7.35 with tax. Should refund it. <laughs> dude, this thing has... This has 368 reviews with an 89% positive review. Like, come on now. I'm going to really? buy it to support the homie, and then I'll probably play it because um, it's 90 minutes. Oh, I got mice. I can hear them. Chunk is pissed. He hears them too. Also, uh, shout out to Basani at, uh, from Steam. Who says horror is not my thing, but I wanted to support a dev, and they have two yeah. hours, they have an hour and a half of playtime. So, and then someone put I shit my fucking pants in the review. Um, yeah, I uh, I just added it to my wish list. I'm gonna probably buy it and then play it. So, uh, that sucks. That's that's tough, man. So, we've had a lot of somber beats this uh, the last two episodes, more so this episode. A lot of uh. Somber, yeah. somber times. I know sombreros. Yeah, it's tough, man. It's hard out there, man. You know. Yeah. Yep. See, imagine if we released like a season pass for the podcast with a refund policy, it would be refunded immediately. A season pass for the pod. What? What does that entitle you to? Uh, extra long episodes. The podcast I listen to, I have the season pass for. You get instead of one hour and like ten minute episodes, you get like two hour and twenty minute episodes plus bonus episodes. Is it not like a Patreon thing? It's it's like a Patreon thing, but it's not through Patreon. You so they do twenty five episodes in a season plus like eight to nine bonus episodes. Um, standard is like two bonus episodes. Each episode's like an hour. You pay twenty five dollars, you get the season pass, which means you get. Like two and a half hour episodes, and then eight, like long ass bonus episodes. So, that's and weird. it's and it's all really high production value, which is why I fucking love it. All oh, right, that's fair then, because uh, sound effects, editing, custom music. There's like a that. podcast that I keep up with, that um, just has a Patreon, and you get like, each episode you get a week early, and you get like, there's three hosts, and they're all doing uh, solo episodes as well. Oh, really? That's cool. Where they answer questions and stuff, like, specifically for them. Yeah. Yeah, no, they, uh... I have another podcast that I give $5 on Patreon, get bonus shit, but I'm probably not gonna for much longer. I don't have enough time to keep up with this other podcast plus that one. So, it's tough. Tough life out there. I got another one I'm gonna check out, because, uh... Our boss actually recommended it to me. It's a car podcast. Oh, really? What's it called? It's called, uh... Let me tell you. He just sent it to me the other day. Uh, the smoking tire, smoking tire, uh, the giraffe man with the Miata drives uh drives the Miata. He uh has a car podcast that he usually listens to. Uh, Daily Driver, I believe it's called. Uh, or there's the the channel Everyday Driver, which. Oh no, maybe that's the podcast. Hang on, because there is a pod. They do do a podcast. I think it's the Everyday Driver. And they do videos and stuff. Let's see. And if it, if anyone. Has no right being in a Miata. It's it's one of the guys from Everyday Driver, because he's like six five or something. Yeah, it's Everyday Driver. That's and funny. I saw a video in which he was in a Miata and he was like looking over the windshield. <laughs> That's funny. That is quite funny. But he's gonna he's gonna be another incident. He's just gonna flip it and he's just gonna 
head yeah. just gets sucked into his body. He's, he's he just loses eight it. vertebrae. Yeah, he's going to roll it, and he's going to be a foot shorter. Yeah. Might be a good thing. He's like, damn, I really wish I wasn't six foot eight. Now damn, I'm five I can, foot eight. I can fit in a Miata now. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still just so butthurt about this camping thing. I'm upset. There was so much planning. I had a plan. God damn it, Dutch. <laughs> you just, and your goddamn plans. We didn't have a little we didn't have enough faith in the plan. I know we see now I'm mad at us again because we could have done a cool bit with that. You could have been like, God damn it, Jordan, have a little faith. <laughs> have a little faith, Jordan. Yeah. I, I'm all I I mean why I'm so mad too is because like I, I get it like it was a dangerous hurricane and then we just missed it just missed us it just missed bro like if it had hit and I was like oh shit I would have been like oh okay I get it but it just happened to miss us yeah that sucks <sighs> so we gotta go back to the drawing board but that's beside the point anyway do we have anything else we wanna talk about no it's a very, it's a very sad no. No, no, I'm good. No. Shout out to the homie, uh, whatever your name was, at Cell Games or some shit. Amika. Games. Amika Games. Uh, I make a games too, company. so. Yeah. Shit. Maybe if there's enough uproar, Steam will do something. Doubt it. Anyway, I'm done, Chris. All right. That's it. Remind everyone where uh, where they can find the show. Find us natively. Podcasting apps. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, and of course, Spootify. Spootify. Uh, and as always, our RSS feed is down below. You can copy that, put that in your favorite podcasting app or media consumption app. <laughs> Sorry, Chris is shaking his cat's hand. Um, and if you want to contact us, you can do so via the Synapse Misfire Instagram. That's totally active. I swear it doesn't look like it, but it is. Uh, and via email, synapsemisfire at pm.me. Then always drop us a comment on YouTube if you listen there. And look out for a IRL video. Can't even say the camping trip anymore, but an IRL video. There's a mouse in my ceiling. There is. Do you want me to get my shotgun and just start blowing holes? Yeah, just start shooting them. Hell yeah, brother. So, you know what? This one's directed towards that mouse. Get out of my house. Bitch! You, you too, Jordan. You can get oh. out. Oh. And here I thought I was getting off scot-free. You know what? I'm going to fucking make an effigy out of you with that mouse instead. Bitch. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs>